Hi everybody, welcome to A Study in Games by Little Rock Games, where we play a game every month and talk about the design and figure out what works and what doesn't work. This season we're doing games on death, and for this month we chose Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, a game by Starbury Studios, released in 2013. I'm Robbie. I'm Brad. I'm Joe. I'm Olivia. And I'm Tanner. So, Brothers, uh, which I'll, I mean has the full name, but we'll just call it Brothers, um, is a um, uh, a game where you play the role of two brothers um, who are on a quest to save their dad. And there's a lot of puzzles involved, and both brothers sort of have to work together to uh, uh, to overcome the environmental challenges. Um, so, yeah. I'll open it up to opening thoughts. What did everybody think? Thanks, Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> what did I think? <laughs> what did you, you think, tell Joe? me? <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it, it's funny because I I purchased this game in twenty thirteen ish and played it for a couple of minutes and wasn't that into it and I was like, eh. and I do that with hundreds, literally hundreds of games. I'll play a few minutes of them and make some quick snap judgment about them and then never go back. It's it's a curse, but the, um, but so getting a chance to play it again, I, I found it's thoroughly enjoyable. Um, you know, it has a couple of little quirks to it, but um, but I really enjoy. I think the thing that that I'm most interested in talking about is is the kind of which has very little to do with death, I guess, is the scope of um, constraints we put on players. So I actually really enjoyed this experience because it it was kind of old school in a way, in that it was fairly linear. It was really clear to me what I was supposed to be trying to do almost the whole time, and there was not a lot of extra, um, extra stuff. So, so for me, that was really satisfying and calming to just be like, okay, I'm in this space. It's nice to look at. There's no branching choices. There's not a yeah. lot of, and there's not four thousand different collectibles, right. and there's not a hundred time types of currency that I have to figure out how they're like related <laughs> to each other. Um, which is like the Marvel effect. I know these are long opening comments, but um, it feels sort of like Marvel movies to me, like the increasing CGI of, of yeah. all of those. It feels like video games are in this arms race to increase complexity sometimes. Wait, you um, didn't get to the loot boxes part <laughs> of Brothers? Not. Oh, man. The in-game like meta community is... Yeah. No, I know. I spent thousands <laughs> yeah, of loot boxes for this game. I mostly, to be fair, I mostly played a tank and a healer. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no, it's like anyway. But so, so I, I'm interested in why that space for me, in my current sort of mental state, felt so so calming and enjoyable, despite the somewhat tragic ending. Yeah. Um, Spoilers. 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 Yeah. Oh yeah, there's going to be t- tons of spoilers. This, yeah, this oh, yeah. is a very spoily, spoilable game. So if you oh, haven't yeah. played it yet, definitely stop the podcast now. Go out and play it. It's not very long. Come back in no, 10 minutes. No, no. Four, four hours, hours maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Four hours, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And that's even, you know, dying. Although, sorry to interrupt you, and then I'm done <laughs> with my opening remarks. If somebody can please explain to me how you're supposed to help the hanging person. Because my goodness, oh, I, I did not figure that yeah. out. You yeah. climb up okay. the tree and you cut them down. Yep. Yeah. Okay, well, I, that never became mm-hmm. clear. So, <laughs> I, think, I think the I older... wandered around that you damn space. You have to be space. the older brother. Yeah, I think yeah. the older brother holds him up, and then the, young, the younger brother cuts him down. Or something, yeah. Yeah. Something. I yeah. never got help anyway. And there's even a I'm second step on. after that. That's the part I couldn't get. I, we did, I did yeah. get him down, that's right. Oh, okay. But then it was like, I didn't get the you helped this, this person yeah. out achievement, and I was like, but I... You had to think. go down around and like climb up the burning house and get this little trinket that was in his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like a, thing, like a little... Uh, it was a music box. Music box, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to talk about it. Right. Oh, <laughs> all right. And I guess a quick thing, I know we're doing opening thoughts, but just to, okay. so that the, the, the uh, listener can imagine it in their brain. You control both players simultaneously, and there are modes where you can have two players controlling each one, but I, I assume most of us played it yeah. where we, you control both. I would actually like to replay it uh, with two, myself and someone else doing the others. That sounds mm-hmm. like a really interesting yeah, way to do it. It might be really... Honestly, it's interesting that they support both modes, because it felt like it was designed for you to be able to do it with 
Because, like, most of the puzzles yeah. were simple enough that yeah. you could wrap your brain around doing the two things at the same time. Unless you were me. And and a few of well, them yeah, I struggled with. Were it, took me, it took me ten minutes to figure out how to jump up to the first yes, cliff. Yes, me too. Like, I got the, both the, guys up. And the then I was elevator, like, the elevator bridge you literally just thing. jump and then reattach. Yeah. But I... Apparently Same. couldn't figure yeah. that out Same. for several minutes. It, uh, I'll jump in and go next. Um, this this game was interesting because, as Joe says, it's the um, it's very linear and it's very puzzly, which I typically do not like at all. And I think that this game tells why I don't like those, like uh, God of War, for example, which you guys all know that I did not like. Um, but I did like this one insofar as as far as I got in it. Um, because, and, and I think the key is the, the, the engrossing, more, a more engrossing story. And I know that a lot of people loved the story of, uh, God of War, but to me, it was, it was kind of overblown. This was such a simple story about two simple people and doing simple things that weren't like, it, it never became a button mash to me, and, and I appreciate mm-hmm. that about this. Now, having said that, also like Joe said, easily 10 minutes trying to get up, trying to get that stupid <laughs> elevator thing to work in the very beginning. Like, And it's all, this, this was really interesting to me that it's almost like um, if I pick up a musical instrument that I've never played before and I'm tweaking around on it, like those kalimbas, you know, that you play with mm-hmm. the thumb yeah. uh, thingies. Um, first time I ever picked up one of those, I sat there and was really annoying with it to everybody around me for about 10 <laughs> minutes while I went, dum, 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 you know. And then I, I kind of figured out the placement of it, mm-hmm. and you're able to kind of roll through it and at least play like uh, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star or something, you know, something that makes a, a, a tune. Um, this game was like that too. Uh, the whole two sided getting my brain to do the bass cliff and the treble cliff on this game at the mm-hmm. same time was. Uh, it was actually distracting to me, uh, so I, it took me a while to get where where it wasn't a, a, so much of a distraction to me. And I have to say, I did not like that part, but I get it and I appreciate it. I appreciate the way that they did it, and I think they did it well. As with most games that I don't like, I think it's just because I'm not good at it. <laughs> but anyway, that's my that's sort of my opening. Yes, I don't don't necessarily think it's that you're not good at it. I think it's that it's doing something weird and different and experimental. And one of the most interesting things about it to me was that they don't use any words to explain to you how it works. Right? Because the whole game, there's no English dialogue. They talk in like like Simlish. Which was cool. It's actually, it's uh, Lebanese Arabic. Really? Oh, okay. I had no idea. I wasn't paying, and I also noticed. I've got no time for that. Yeah, yeah, which so called simple. Here's the thing. I I was gonna make a joke when I introduced it. I was gonna say that like it's a game about two brothers who speak Simlish and try to rescue their dad. But then I was like, I'm so glad you looked that up. Yeah, yeah. Because like, well, now only I look like a racist. (laughs) Here I here I am in America, and maybe. Just on the off chance, let me check. And then, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, that's well really done. interesting well because it interesting. Yeah. it's really clear that, you know, that you don't need to understand it, right? There's no yeah. subtitles. And so, I mean, it's super easy to hear it and then tune it out and just pick up on, like, the tone of what people are saying. Because right. there's a lot that's communicated in, like, their body language mm-hmm. and stuff. So I never felt confused about what anyone was saying. It really yeah. could have been Simlish. I don't know why they chose yeah. a real language. <laughs> I don't know. I think it would just be easier to find, like, voice actors. Because, like, I didn't uh, notice yeah. that the names... Oh, oh, I didn't notice this. Olivia pointed out to me that names were, like, consistent for each of the mm-hmm. characters. I figured out what their names were just based on how they... Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Well, well, that makes me wonder if you do know that that the Lebanese Arabic, um, how what they were saying, like like what is the actual dialogue? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it, but you're 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 right that it is cool that that you don't have to know. Mm-hmm. That's a good that's a good hallmark for for this kind of storytelling, I think. Yeah, but overall, I think um, I really enjoyed that they were doing this sort of puzzle platforming. Because, I mean, I feel like this game was of, like, a wave of puzzle platformers that felt like they had to do something totally different mm-hmm. for the, the genre, right? And this game's gimmick was the two-player yeah. controls. And, and it's clear that that wasn't something that was picked up by, you know, a hundred other platformers. But it worked pretty well for this game. And I feel like it being sort of confusing at the beginning is part of the point. Like, I think that yeah. puzzle with yeah, the yeah. lift... 
is to teach you yeah. how the rest right. of the game is going to work, Definitely. right? Yeah. And, you know, you being having to try a bunch of stuff to figure it out. Like, it took me a couple tries, too. Like, I think it's supposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I'm, I'm just, I want to just get this out right now. <laughs> so, I didn't have any trouble with that one. I had trouble with something much more basic. <laughs> which was the first cliff that you have to assume. Yeah. Oh, I had trouble with that one too. Okay. Just like jumping up. Yeah. yeah. I got them hooked on. Yeah. Yeah. But then. What I do did. I do next? Yeah. Also, can we it's talk about the upper body strength of these small children? Oh, yeah. They, like, <laughs> they are so strong. Yeah. It Obviously, was really. You've never been to Lebanon. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kids were stronger in olden times. But man, like, I just. And, and I kept thinking the whole time, like, if I was sick and dying and if my kids went and did this, I would have been so mad. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, let yeah. me die. Don't jump over a cliff oh, and God. all these hundreds of Oh, I thought you were going the opposite direction. If 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 I were sick and dying, my kids had to do this, I'd be screwed. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. well, I don't have kids. You probably would be. Thanks. Thanks for your confidence. <laughs> don't tell mom. your mother. <laughs> um, Here's ten bucks. <laughs> Get some Tylenol. So, but, no, I thought it was really interesting. I, I really didn't like the ending of the game, just narratively speaking. It was like, again, like, well, why did, yeah. spoilers, the, the older brother dies because yeah. he got horny and followed a girl into a cave. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> it's a cautionary tale, sure. really. But also the fact that the older <laughs> brother had to die adorable. to, like, you know, but, so, for the younger brother's character growth. I have a lot of mixed feelings about, but well, yeah. if we want to talk about the narrative I, at another point. Tanner, what? Yeah, you're yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't want to jump in too much yet. So. Yeah. yeah, I'll keep mine relatively brief because uh, a lot of it's been covered. I mean, I similarly found the the opening, uh, you know, uh, a bit a bit much. Um, I started out playing on keyboard. I'm curious how everyone else played. I immediately I swapped controller. controller. Like it was. I think the. I don't quite remember what the exact controls were now for left hand and right hand on keyboard, but I want to say that it was like. Not mirrored, right? So it was, it was like, like mirrored, left it was shift, like you know those big giant organs in churches that have all the switches up. The, it was like that. Yeah, <laughs> it was just yeah. like that. So I feel like I remember it being like left shift for WASD and and right shift for the arrow keys, which are on the same side relative to those hands. Oh, that's yeah. Weird. Uh, and I, I I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna try yeah, controller, yeah. and the the dual sticks was much easier. Much easier, yeah. I did not, because I don't have a controller, but I have to say that this was one of the first games where I seriously was like, I've just got to get a controller for this, and I didn't, and I should have. Yeah, so that, that might go back and do that. A big factor for me yeah. uh, early on. give you one. I've got like 5,000 of them in my house. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All you need is the little... Uh, a dongle? Do you need a dongle? Suddenly this is turning into a technical a bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Step one. All right. How about we talk about this after the market? <laughs> we'll get you squared away. I'll take, I'll take yeah. Call our tech support line. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's techs. But but I, I think Olivia's right that, that once you conquer that first kind, like by the time you get your dad to the like medic's house, I feel like you've got everything you need to do any other puzzle mm -hmm. in the game. Because the control is very simple. It's just sort of mechanically complex. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it was it was pretty linear, but I really enjoyed the little, like, uh, like side puzzles in there. Like, like dying the, some the rabbit black and some of them. Um, <laughs> and that kind of thing. I had to get, get his help with the rabbit. That one was, in oh, retrospect, it was so one. easy. <laughs> See, that's probably how you feel about <laughs> you're the over, You were overthinking it. Uh, I thought those were a nice little, yeah. little addition. I don't think there I was got a all sheep of them, one but... too. I think there was sheep and there was a, a, a some fish. Yeah, and other things. Anyway, definitely several I missed. But they were a fun little like distraction to stop and kind of be like, okay, what's the thing? Like I can tell there's something happening here. What is it? Mm -hmm. I think I appreciate but... that sort of linear narrative more because it's such a simple. You really are inhabiting what those two are doing in that simple. Space inhabiting is a really good word for it because I don't know about you all, but every time there was a bench, we both sat, sat, oh, we yeah, sat there for a oh, second. Yeah. Oh, yeah, every single bench, I would sit there and and just yeah, no, and actually, I I was so surprised. So I totally forgot this in my opening remarks. I was so surprised by how much I role played the relationship between the brothers with yeah. the controls, yeah. which was 
a t- such an unexpected Older brother treat. Went first. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but sometimes like the the younger brother would get left behind, and the older brother, like I would consciously in my brain be going, "I'm not gonna wait for you." Like yeah. I can remember <laughs> this, and then other times when it was riskier, I remember like keeping them close mm-hmm. together, and I could feel like the the kind of art. Again, the role play element of both of both minds, yeah, which it was so totally unexpected to me. I think that's also emphasized by lots of little details they put into the way they interact with the world, right? Because mm-hmm. throughout the whole game, there are little objects you can interact with either or both brothers, and they're completely optional, just little character moments. Like really early on, I remember very distinctly one that was okay. This is what these two characters are like, which is there's a pot with a plant in it. And the older brother, like, sniffs the flower and walks off. And then the younger brother's just like, bam! And, like, knocks it in the floor, right? (laughs) And similarly, like, you have to get the younger brother to wake up this guard because he'll grab the water and just dunk his, (laughs) you know. Um, So there's so many character for moments built in with how you solve the puzzles, even beyond the platforming things. Um, But even just beyond that, like, I noticed that... So, like, on the controller, it's the two triggers that you use to interact with both brothers. Um, And often I would find myself, like, spamming it to, like, climb up a thing or something. And the little brother, like, wouldn't, you know, he would just do the things, like, to interact with. But the older brother, whenever you use the interact button, when there wasn't anything to interact with, he would, like, yell, like, tell his little brother what to do. And I love that little Mm -hmm. detail. Like, so stuff like that is, like, all throughout the game, and it made it so easy to, to feel like you were embodying their relationship with both of them. So I feel like just, you know, narratively and pacing-wise and the sort of details they chose to show you about Mm -hmm. them, I found extremely interesting. And I think pace is is another good uh, tie-in with that because, and again, I I don't want to beat the dead horse here with with comparing it to God of War, but this this was such a nice pace that led to that that, that feel like I needed to inhabit or that I was inhabited these characters whereas and, and you were talking about spamming spamming the buttons i felt like in god of war that i was like god can we just get through this dumb thing where he has to shoot this thing to make the bridge fall to get over the thing and then and then mash a whole bunch of buttons to kill these things um i i really appreciated that this game slowed that down gave that space gave space to sit on a bench for example um those, I love those moments, and I love how yeah. the fact that there were benches in very strange places yeah. made yeah. me always want to. And there's once or twice where you sit there and, like, something happens, which yep. is really cool. Well, yeah, the other thing, too, that's wild, um, I mean, there's so much to like about the design, right? Because what's wild to me, too, is, and again, this felt sort of old school, and it's it, it, there's there's some pretty graphic violent stuff yeah, going on like in nice the environment <laughs> so like you get to that war-torn giant field oh my God. where like you have to rip is it the guy's hand you have to yeah, rip somebody's like hand his, off yeah his like, arm comes off yeah and that's what lets you to yeah. so you can get down the uh-huh but so there's multiple places where you feel like this is a, a violent dangerous world that you're yeah. in but it's not kind of remarked on it's just a part of what's happening and when you when you sort of juxtapose it with the pristine elements of the early game where everything yeah. but also there's a kind of violence to the characters so i i one of the only things that really troubled me was the sort of some of the callousness of the two characters like they would like make fun of people and be like ah ha ha we made you fall over yeah which you know, out of kids is more or less what you might expect but at the same time it's it's a sort of like oh this is okay like it's okay yeah. for you to be a little callous but at the same time, there's this world that's pretty. But compared to everything else yeah, going on, like no. so what if you push so the old man down the stairs? So there's a lot of there's yeah there's a lot. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I mean, but well, there's also and it wasn't just people. It was like how they were sort of callous about like one of the giants I think that they fought, which was scary. He just murdered him. Yeah, I was, that was it the was, thing that got oh, me really yeah. early on. Was so they early in the game. There's like this whole long segment where. I think they're like trolls or something. Trolls, yeah. yeah. Um, and one of them's like trapped, and we don't know why, but we let them go because why not at the time? Yeah. And then the jailer, there's like a boss fight where you have to do this puzzle, and then the little kid just like stomps him and makes him fall like to his well, death. Like, but there's really messed like, up things like, that like Mufasa. you incapacitate him by letting him like drop into this hole, but he catches himself. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 You have to step on it. Yeah. You have to like. 
like you have to, down. Well, both of you have to pull yeah. both of his fingers up at once. That was one, one side. I was like, yeah. that's I was a lot. And so, by that. so those some of those elements yeah. were. It creates a kind of there's some moral ambiguity that's that's unusual, I guess, yeah. in yeah. any game. Well, um, thinking about it as like a very clear coming of age narrative, it's very interesting that these kids have to get exposed to like so much violence in the world yeah. to be able to come home mm-hmm. as men or whatever. Yes. You know, I felt mm-hmm. that theme a lot in this game, and I don't know if it's just sort of the fairy tale nature of the game. It's you know, because I'm thinking about like Jack and the Beanstalk. Right, sure. like comparing the level of violence there, it feels like it's sort of capturing that sort of fairy tale mm-hmm. narrative. Little Red Riding Hood and, and and tone, you know, the different things that happen. I, you know, I I feel like that might be what it's drawing from and telling this sort of story. But you know, just looking at it as yeah, because not even just that, like yeah, the guy hanging that they have to save because his wife and daughter presumably got burnt to burnt death. To right, death. Yeah. Um, all the stuff that we see. Um, this whole village of people that got like f- snapped, frozen to death. Like it's yeah. a lot of really, you know, graphic. Right. Yeah. Can you hide behind them like snow? Yeah. Like snow. Yeah, you, it's it's yeah. a comic. It's a comical. Like yeah, there's like those people where it's you like have, ah, yeah. which is exactly what kids would like, yeah try to figure out. And it was sort of funny, but it, I was just like, man, this is like a lot for this little kid. You know, especially you know. But um, I, I think they the they encounter all these other elements of violence to sort of. I, I thought it kind of was interesting to show that this journey that they're on is, like, not that special. Like, mm-hmm. every, everybody has some sort of tragedy. And, like, yeah, your dad's dying. You have to travel to, like, the end of the world to solve <laughs> uh, like to solve that problem. <laughs> to get some but, like, this guy is about to hang himself because of a fire. And, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, There's yeah. all these other adventures going on, yeah. you know, because it's a very, that's why why I really was hung up on that sort of, like, classical Grimm's fairy tale sure. setting. Uh, yeah. How, well, let me ask you this. How do you guys think the narrative would have been served if they had made, relied more heavily on the puzzles without that uh, sort of harrowing world? If, 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 how do you think it would have served the narrative if they hadn't killed, knocked the troll down the hole? I think... Well, it's not, it's not about each individual thing. I think probably each individual thing maybe could have been something else. But at the end, right. when the brother's gone, it feels like you've been through so much together. And it was so, like, every step of the way was integral that it had to be the two of you. And everything sucked. Like, everything was violent and awful. And we got through it because we got through it together. And now, And now he's gone yeah and like that yeah, yeah, yeah. that had an impact because everything else was so terrible yeah for yeah. sure and and i i feel like what makes one of the things that makes the game memorable is that even though again in some places i was like well that feels a little morally uncomfortable at the same time i was like wow this I is a great choice yeah. like i like this these series of choices you made but just so i don't forget because we already have talked a bunch about the controllers one of the most powerful moments for me, and even though I could have expected it, was at the end when you can no longer control the little brother very well because the older brother is gone. Do you guys remember with the swimming? Yeah. Like yeah. what a like a lovely choice. Again, you could come to you. You might expect it ahead of time, but even though I might have expected it, I was it like was executed really well. I was like, oh my gosh, right? You you can't. You're you're broken now. And, and so way more than the actual death of the brother, that moment when the controller stopped behaving right. reminded me a lot of like Edith Finch when you're trying to do the double controls of yep. cutting the fish and, mm-hmm. and imagining yep. this alternate reality. Um, it just felt very, that's where it kind of really hooked me. So Right. Yeah. Like you can remember like, oh, I used to be able to do this, mm-hmm. but when now my brother was here. Yeah, that. which is a much more kind of material way of expressing that oh, that yeah. grief and yeah, that Yeah, see, I change. read that scene a little bit differently, though, because to me, it was, he could do it now, because he wasn't able to swim. No, he wasn't. And so, because but, he had, yeah. But there was something but, about the controller that changed. I can't remember exactly what Well, you what had to use that button to get him to swim. Yeah, you still use the brother's button in order for him to swim. Right. But you, like, no, you, but yeah. But whatever it yeah. was, it, it like, was... It, like, is, like, vibrating. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, like... No, no. So I read that the same way too, but it was just the change in the controller that was so, yeah. for me, yeah. so compelling in a way that I surprised me, I guess. Yeah, I maybe this is my own limited experience talking, but I, I think in like the 
like early 2010s that was like bridging the story into like more direct mechanics is something that started to expand and to me it's one of the most exciting things to do with storytelling in games right so like uh the last of us did that as well in which you're playing is like an adult man who's taking care of like a 13 year old girl in the post-apocalypse but like as the game progresses and you start to acknowledge that she's like more capable than maybe you think she is she becomes more helpful in gameplay so like their relationship narratively is mirrored by how you experience it and eventually when you play as her for a segment of the game you also experience like how different it is to be her in this world like she's not as physically powerful so like some of the tactics you've been relying on to get through these encounters don't work for that segment anymore um and so i think that like ways like that where you you can make it like immediately impactful in other parts of the game and still communicate with the story yeah is is something that you know i think really only games can do which yeah. is yeah. really exciting oh, yeah. yeah interesting that both of those games i just looked it up um both those games came out in 2013 uh last of us Ooh. and uh in really yeah. that's interesting when did braid come out I, uh, 2010 i think because i just i or, or 20 2008 Okay. Because yeah. I was looking, that was the one that seemed to be sort of a catalyst for what these, Olivia, you yeah. were saying earlier about these puzzle games that had. That's a, what I thought of. Yeah. Uh, or Tanner, maybe it was you. Was saying uh, it was Olivia. They had a a a, a <laughs> uh, one of you guys. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen you in a month. Uh, uh, had a they had to have a gimmick, right? Uh, and yeah, I think Brad yeah, was true. that's yeah. Olivia. Okay, right. <laughs> Good to meet you. Hi, yeah. Hi. Hi. I'm Brad. Good to see you, Brad. That's Joe. My I'm friend Joe. Robbie. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's definitely true. But um, also, it's so interesting that it's very controller focused. I mean, I, we all played on PC, right? Yeah, no, I, I played it on Switch. You played on Switch? Okay. I think it came out as an Xbox exclusive. I might yeah. be misremembering that. But it was I, at least like a launch title that they marketed pretty heavily. Because I know that after the, you know, that sort of whole five years was just like Xbox being like, we're indie games mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Right. We're going to be putting <laughs> out all these. That's short era. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it was because, I mean, a lot of people attribute it to Braid being whatever, groundbreaking whatever but um <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah braid was, braid. <laughs> was 2008 and it was for the 360s xbox live arcade service yeah yeah i remember that um and you could rewind <laughs> talk about gimmicks there you go and they're all really simple though right all of these sort of like what if we made a regular puzzle platformer but x right? yeah and and Braid had the the switch ending, right? <laughs> but but that's I, I think a lot of that is because this was back when it really was just two people or one person making a game, yeah. you know. So it was like, well, I bet I could do a game that's like this, but has this one extra thing. That was like the scope that they could do, mm-hmm. especially because you you didn't have a lot of uh, engines that it, people could mm-hmm. use. I was gonna say that's probably about the time yeah. that like Unity really mm-hmm. expanded, mm-hmm. yeah, to be a lot more accessible. Also, this game was really pretty, considering how stylized yeah. it was. I was, like, considering, you know, I was expecting it to be, especially with how much, like, character animation there was, I expected it to feel really, like, plastic, but it it was really yeah. nice mm-hmm. with the game. Really and I think that went a long different way. Different environments. Yeah. I think that went a long way towards the that inhabiting the space. Yeah. Just feeling, uh, uh, being in the beauty of it. Yeah. Mm. It felt like a very, very large world, and you were very small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, and well, like well lived in, like mm-hmm. it, it did. And again, that's partly like one of the one of the things that's happened, obviously, with lots of open world games, right? Is they we've had lots of open world games that are just big empty spaces, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Red Dead Redemption, which I love, and, and two especially springs to mind. It's just a really big wilderness, right, with an occasional yeah. like prefab event. Um, but what I loved about this is it kind of reminded me weirdly of like point and click. Um, yeah, yeah. So games yeah. like uh, uh, Monkey Island, Mon- like the Monkey Island series, <laughs> or like Deponia, or, or uh-huh. all those, or Siberia, or, where you get like a, a you know you get a tableau of like here's the marketplace in you know in some English town, right? 
But because it's just that one shot, you get like this feeling of it being alive mm -hmm. because they put like all these people in it and it's bustling and, and there's little animations. You can imagine what stuff connects. The yeah, yeah. And our brains yeah. are great at that, right? We're like, well, you, you know, you read a book and you read only a little bit of the scene and you're like, oh, I see what world this is in. And that's kind of what I liked is that they gave us lots of these little tableaus and they would, they were 3D, but they basically were like, you're going to stop here and mm -hmm. this farm is something. And you're going to yeah. stop here. Um, and I know we complain, all, people, well, some people complain a lot about like, well, okay, it's just levels. But I think it's kind of nice. Like, and yeah. it's part of what contributed to me feeling a calmness about most of my experience was that there wasn't some giant thing to explore. It was like, here's this little area. We've corralled you in. <laughs> You're like, a, you know, you're four years old. We put some balls in with you and you can play. And Yeah, as much um, as I love those sort of open world with, like, go find the stuff to do. Like, some of my favorite games are like that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the sort of general gamer complaint of this game is too linear is absolutely yeah. Yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Or too short. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, yeah that, that's right. a whole other thing. Yeah. This game is pretty short, too. But, like, I feel like this game works so well as, like, just a linear progression, mm -hmm. right? If the mm -hmm. same setting was in an open world. Like, I'm just picturing it. All the ways that these spaces fit together wouldn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. And there would be, it would be way harder to figure out where you're supposed to go, what you're supposed to do, what order you're yeah. supposed to do things yeah. in. It's so add it, a whole new layer of, like, like navigation mechanics. Like, yeah, adding, like, like, getting between places. And it doesn't yeah. need that to tell no, a story no. that's told <laughs> and to, you know, give you spaces to use these abilities. And, also, and, and if they did do that, it would be purely, in my mind, this is... We're, this is just making up what the developers would be doing. But, uh, Wait, they, say it in Lebanese Arabic. Okay. <laughs> they, they would be doing it just because, oh, we only have three hours of game here. Let's yeah. make it yeah. open world so that right. it becomes confusing sure. and becomes a 15-hour game. Yep. You know? right. Collectibles. Yeah. Uh, throw in, yeah and throw in I feel like with this sort of game, with this sort of one core mechanic, means that if there's somewhere that I can go, that is somewhere that I should mm -hmm. be going. Yeah. And that, I feel like, really benefits us. Because yeah. I don't feel like, wait, this way or this way? Maybe there's a treasure chest down this path. I don't care. Right. I, I do explore to find the cool little stuff to look at, yep. but that's all it was. It was we, just feeling like you had... And those were pretty small sequesters. It was pretty obvious where there was probably something. You yep. still don't get the sense that it's, like, wasting your time. Right? Not at like, all. Yeah. If you go over there and choose to explore for a little hidden thing, after like the first one, you understand kind of like what you're buying into. Yeah. Right? Like if you're not there for like the achievement or the like little narrative moment that happens, you can ignore it and like keep yeah. focusing on the puzzle. Yeah. And it's yeah. not like, oh well I just ignored eight hours of content There's a magic castle in there. Uh -huh. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, like, I, I spent, I did spend a lot of time playing basketball before I left that one place. Did y'all see the basketball? Oh, yeah, game? I played a little basketball. Well, I made sure that each brother got to score a goal before That's I what I did. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a long time yeah. to figure it out. Did but. you throw the ball down the well? No. Yes. <laughs> I didn't either, but that was one of the achievements. That I <laughs> More well, casual violence. <laughs> <laughs> These kids don't get to play ball anymore. Never play basketball. Speaking of which, sorry, the, um, Another moment for me was the the murdering of the sweet girl who turns out to be a, a spider trying to yeah. eat them. Yeah. The method of getting out of her web was, yeah. was, was surprising. And it took me a while to figure out, too. I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing here? Yeah, I've got her knocked over. Can we just leave? Right. Yeah. Pulling her legs yeah. out. No, so, we have to pull her legs out a pair at a time yeah. until she's a, like a dying corpse, I guess. Because she's just trying to eat. That that was something I did want to revisit that you that you brought up is like yeah every there's a lot of like violence and stuff but and you know maybe it's just because it's a fairy tale kind of thing and maybe it's easy to like ignore some of that but specifically the part about like what are they trying to say anything at all does it matter at all that kind of what ends up killing the brother is that like. He finds this girl and he likes her. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, and then, and she, and, but then, and she turns out to be like this hideous monster. Uh -huh. And the little um, brother knew, right? He was like, maybe we shouldn't crawl yeah, down this weird yeah. cave. Um, you learned your lesson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it did. It just felt like all of these little narrative arcs were sort of emulating like these sort of moral cautionary tales that we've seen over yeah, and over yeah. again in fairy tales. That's mm -hmm. all I feel like really they were trying to do with those, with you know. It is a classic Scream Queen theme. 
Yeah. That's a lot of ease. But <laughs> yeah, 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 right? yeah, I hear you. Like, yeah. I mean, you have to maintain your virginity if you're going to live through a slasher film. So. Yeah. That's true. That's um, true. And there's tons of actually literary commentary on that. Like, yeah. tons of, yeah. like... Um, but anyway, yeah. yeah. But but it is sort of, like, interesting that in a lot of ways, these are all sort of, like, disjointed things. So, like, they, they're, there could have existed a scenario where one of the violent scenarios happens after the spider girl and they they live through it and like she betrays them but that's not what kills him you know and then there's something else that happens and like a rock gets him or like you know a giant axe falls on him <laughs> any number of things could have killed the kid and they several still, years the number later of things that they lived through. <laughs> right and, but and then it He's was working in the mine and yeah <laughs> it does kind of seem like the like the fact that she's the one that ultimately led them pretty close to the tree anyway and just like shut up. Turns out it was yeah. a shortcut. Or she so. Yeah, exactly. Like she got them wrong. Yeah. She got them really, really far and even spared them from the invisible Yeti, which was also interesting. Yeah. I don't know. But Gold there is a kind of token mirror there. I mean, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. I interrupted you. No, I mean, it is essentially like, yeah. you know, I'm going to lead you through the shortcut into Mordor and. Right. Oh, by the way, this <laughs> is my friend, the Spider Queen. <laughs> it's true, and there's trolls in that one too. Yeah. So there is some kind okay. of that right. going on. Everything right. always right. leads back to to Tolkien. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, with how, given that death is the season theme and definitely a theme of the game, it did sort of feel like like someone was gonna die at the climax because you have the game opening with like the death of the mother. And then, like, the father's in peril mm-hmm. and all of the stuff along the way. It would feel kind of weird. I, I thought it was just going to be they, the dad, though. Yeah. They come back. They went through all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I, I, well, see, Life I, is meaningless. It's going to be a tragedy. Well, that's what I feel like was going to happen, that they were too late or something. Yeah. Um, and it was really interesting to me. So I felt like the game also played up a really interesting parallel between the younger brother and the mom and the older brother and the dad. Mm-hmm. They kept playing that up with, you know, the kid can't swim, the mom had drowned because he had, like, washed her ground with here in the water. Like, all these things you can infer about their characters. And so from that, I was like, okay, either the older brother or the dad is probably going to die because the mom died. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, I don't know if yeah. there's anything really else to read into that. I mean, it, but they did play it up a couple other times, too, because the younger brother kept seeing, like, his the mom. Yeah. It does sort of throw, like, a potentially much darker tilt on the ending because you have two relatively alienated people that probably kind of blame each other for their own grief. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They didn't relate a lot beforehand. Yeah. So that's great. Uh, yeah. Younger brother joins a gang. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Eventually gets into a fist fight with the dad and leaves home yeah. forever. Um, yeah. Classic. Yeah. Well, it's so interesting that I inferred that much onto the relationship yeah. with the dad. Like with no dialogue. With nothing, especially with the dad. Like mm-hmm. he just was sick. Mm-hmm. That's it, you know. Um, yeah, I I think that that goes back to what we were talking about just a little while ago. What Joe was talking about about what goes into building these these little pieces. Joe was talking about it specifically in scenes. Like you go into a scene and there's so much there, but this also. Those are such. They're, they're, that's an art form that you don't get to see as well, or at least not in the same way in any other medium. Mm-hmm. Um, so for a, you don't get to spend that kind of time in a scene of a movie, right? Unless you're pausing and just looking around and and and. Who does that? <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, there's a whole subreddit, so people do that. Um, but and in literature, you do that on the page, and then you're 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 building it as you go, and you're building it in your head. But how often do people sit in a scene like that? Uh, this is an interesting medium and and a really nice part of this art form as it is to be able to to build that in as well as we do. Especially, and really impressive, especially considering. I mean, talking about how this game didn't have. You know, the skill tree, it didn't have the loot boxes, the different currency, or all the different collectibles, right? And I feel like it's because of that that it made it feel like the experience was to take your time. You know what I mean? Like, the the fact that they place those benches everywhere and let you just look Mm -hmm. at stuff. And there's lots of real quiet moments in between all the high action moments right yeah and even all the puzzles were there, there were none of them that were like time sensitive other than like one 
I think where they were crossing yeah. that one crumbling oh, yeah. bridge. The, the little, well, yeah, the there was that yeah where they had those conveyors, and so you oh, had yeah, to catch. Yeah. Oh them. wait, yeah, there was. You had to get okay, one so brother to the right spot to get the next brother advanced. But like, for the most yeah. part, like you know, you could take it at whatever. Yeah. I guess the mm-hmm. wolves, maybe. I don't know. That was actually the biggest point of friction I had, is I died probably, like, a dozen times. Uh, as soon as you start with the wolves. Like, the wolves. I thought oh. that, like, the fire was enough. Uh-huh. Like, I didn't pick up that I needed to, like, swing it at them. Okay. So they would just, like, walk yeah. up and, like, yeah, just yeah. take the younger yeah. brother. And I'm just like, what do, what I do I do? I had that problem, too. I had a really funny moment where I was, like, I was like, oh, I've been accidentally leaving the younger brother a little bit behind like this. And then I walked out of the cemetery, and then the wolf proceeded to follow all the way and grab it. Like, I, like, triggered it really funnily, and then the wolf was just like, aha! Yeah. Um, Anyway, but, yeah, so, like, the fact that it lets you, I don't know, it's... it's, Because I feel like a lot of games, indie games and, you know, AAA games, are less okay with that i mean i don't know that i don't and that's a yeah. really big blanket to throw over how much diversity there is in games right now but i just feel like i really like that about this game oh, yeah. that it has lots of those moments and that the puzzles you know you can sort of take your time for most of them yeah well even i was struck even inside i i just come off of 200 hours of playing elden ring so um <laughs> so there was i couldn't help but contrast the two in my head most of the time i was playing and I was really struck by the breaks that you get in the boss fights. So like that, the troll whose fingers you have to break to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you could just leave him there and move on. Um, he, like if you miss the timing of something, they give you like these easily locatable spots to just stand and wait. Yep. Mm-hmm. And for like, you literally could go get a cup of, you know, tea, come back and the boss fight would still be running. And and that idea, right? Yeah. <laughs> like like I can't think of another game I played in the last ten years where you could be in a boss fight, and it was so so calm essentially. Yeah. Like it was like okay, well you know, even the scenes where you had to like hide and they were like walking around chasing you. Like yeah. I never felt like I was actually really in danger. No, like, no. It just felt like but there was so much space, both time and space. Like I, I it almost for me kind of skewed the audience younger. Which is why it was so wild that there was so much like almost you know graphic violence. Mm-hmm. Is that it, it felt like a lot of the stuff they do in like the new Lego game where it's like you can be four and you can still figure out like you just hit buttons and you'll figure it out. Yeah. The spacing and time of those boss fights felt like it was really allowed for a pretty young audience, um, which I don't necessarily think you'd want like a five year old or, or or for an audience of non serious yeah, AAA gamers yeah. who they're wanting People. to bring into a bigger narrative game. Who don't know how to jump up a cliff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Old, old guys. I don't know anybody like that. <laughs> if you had a friend that was really into like just stories mm-hmm. and you know that you would tell all the time about like, oh this really cool thing happened in a game and you wanted to get them into games, this would be a great way for them to start. Yeah. Especially with the learning mm-hmm. built in and learning the unusual yeah. controls. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that also might be why it's giving you that much space because you're already having to think a lot about like, okay, which yeah. game is maybe which brother. Um, which also brings me to another thing that I thought was really interesting was that I kept naturally putting them on the right side of the screen to map. I did it without oh, even thinking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. I did it without even thinking about it. They just sort of yep. ended up that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that was just my brain wanting it to make sense and it just did that. Yeah. Or if um, the camera work, because I noticed the camera is actually a free camera. You can turn it however you want, but it's very good at putting it where you want it to be anyway. Yeah. So I never really had to think about that too much. So I don't know if it was a combination of yeah. those things. Um, that was a little bit of insight, but I think it also might just be partially that, right? They didn't want the, yeah. the, the actual technical execution of the puzzle or the boss to, you know, obscure the thing you were already trying to figure out, which was the right. both of them. Well, also um, just... Thinking about, like, so, yeah, you probably shouldn't play it with, like, exceedingly young kids. But, like, the fact that it has a two-player mode kind of invites you with the framing, like, the familial oh, thing. Sure. Like, yeah. if yeah. you're playing it with, like, a sibling or a parent or somebody else, you know, like, the other person playing may not be as mm-hmm. familiar with games. And so it's like, okay, you only need this side of the controller, so just, yeah. you know, you do these few things. So we'll it seems like it. when it first came out that that's... I seem to remember something about the maybe the press about it or maybe what people were talking about it framed in specifically that 
that way of, of being a game to play as a family or a game to play as a, a couple or you know you know yeah so if if I were playing with with a with you know my with my daughter and I was playing the older brother and she was playing the younger brother it would be kind of a cool message to at the end be like look you needed me the whole time mm-hmm. and Aww. now I'm not available you know you, you got it yourself like you can do you it can do you know it. what I mean yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that yeah. would be kind of cool but also Traumatizing. <laughs> before, before, she, before we get to that moment. Thank God we rescued that yeah. guy who was hanging himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd be dead. Yeah, and we washed off the blood water. That's right, yeah, with the weird blood cult. Yeah. I had the yes, blood the blood cult. Yeah, so kids, kids, that's who we rescued the spider queen from. Yeah, that's maybe right. we should have. They, they should just they, let them kill her. They knew what they were doing. Kind <laughs> of. They weren't, at least they weren't tearing her legs off. That's true. Right? Again, Grimm's fairy tales were really uh-huh. grim. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, there's, there's a precedent for that. <laughs> Got a Hack those toes off. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Got to thin that shit somehow. Put that witch in the pot and boiler. Put that witch in the pot and boiler. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Blood yeah. waterfall. Yeah. Should we go around and do closing thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. That's. that's okay. I think we're. Wow. It's a good time. I can't believe we've had such a. I lost track of the time. I know. It's it's cruising right along. Yes. Um, how you, you want to, Joe? Why don't you go first? You you, oh you went gosh, first on your opening thoughts. Okay. My closing thoughts are these. <laughs> One. <laughs> um, I I found it charming, despite the again occasional moral ambiguity and occasional graphic violence. Um, I loved playing a game with unusual controls and I, I loved how they mapped to the to the, the gameplay to the narrative um, and it was yeah it was a well told story the ending was a little uneven but that's okay you say um, that about every game that has a, any kind of a trick ending yeah. or a unexpected ending don't get me started on the Batman yeah. <laughs> um, 80% of a good movie <laughs> I will jump in on that note um, yeah I, I liked that it was a slow paced almost you know the violence aside meditative or even with the violence meditative uh, experience and now i since we talked about it i'd really like to go back and play with two people and, and maybe one of my sons that's a good drop robbie what you said that might be a really good experience we could bond over games instead of fighting about the dishes <laughs> yes that's what i maybe that's what i need and one day when I'm dead, you'll have to do all the <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> One day, all of this, all of these dirty dishes will be yours. But my spirit will be there encouraging. <laughs> Unless you let him play the older brother. Oh, right. No. Oh, I'm the. Yeah, then yeah. you'll be by yourself. Uh, um, yeah. So. So. Yeah. I. I. Again, comparing this to those AAA games where they are button mashers. Uh, I thought about Nier Automata. Nier Automata. Um, I thought about that as we were talking about this, but my comparisons were similar to just comparing how you inhabit both of these stories. Um, and I like this, I think, better. Not that I didn't like Nier Automaton, but uh, I, I, this feels better to me, this pace and this, this way of being in that space. Olivia. Me? Yes, because... Tanner is going to be next, okay. and he's going to tell us what we're playing next month, folks. Wait, but does Robbie get final thoughts? Oh, I thought you just said yours. Oh, I, I was, that was something else. I'm so sorry, Robbie. It's all right. Um, How about we let Robbie get his? Yeah, hey, Robbie, why don't you go? Hey, why don't I go next? <laughs> Brad, Great I don't idea. remember anybody's name. What was names. your again? I'm Robbie. I, I gave my final thoughts. He okay. Did. I'm Joe. Yeah. Right. Okay, so you're, you're next. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Exactly. All right, yes. Uh, Robbie, please. Um... Rest yeah, I well one I really I really enjoyed it. I'm glad that this game exists and I think that um I think there's a lot of game studios or just designers that could really uh learn a lot from this game. It had a lot of real impact on me as a player and I only played it for about 4 hours. And I think, you know, there there's some games that I played for 50 or 60 hours that if you if you just condense those narrative beats down to something more manageable, um, it might have had more impact and maybe more people would end up playing the game or at least finishing the game. Um, but that's if you care about 
them finishing the game versus them buying the game. But that's a whole other that's a whole other issue. They did a great job marrying. I mean, everybody's already said this: the mechanics and and the narrative, um, especially at the end. And uh, I just I applaud them very much. I'm glad it exists. Yeah, agreed. Well, now who? That's hey, Olivia. Yeah, right there. That's <laughs> Olivia. That's okay. Olivia. It's me. Olivia. It's me over here. You're on. Hit um, it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't know how much more there is to say. Mostly, I'm really glad, like, this is a game that I think all of us had sitting in our Steam library for many yeah. years and would always scroll past and be like, eh. Um, <laughs> I know I should play that, but I haven't yet. Yeah, it's one of the reasons I like doing this podcast is because we get to go through some of those games. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, um, it felt a lot more fresh than I, you know, and interesting than I thought it would be, um, for, you know, being like that almost 10 years old now. Um, and I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Even if I have like nitpicks about different parts of the narrative, I see what they're doing and it was really pretty and really enjoyable game. Yeah. I, you know, uh, additionally sort of hacking on that. Well, it's your turn for closing thoughts. Yeah, I know, exactly. That's what I mean. Uh, I don't You're a Tanner. You're right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I uh, I think it's a, it's a great example of sort of uh, picking a lane. You know, I think there's a notion, especially in the last couple of years at AAA, that, like, a game has, to be a great game, you have to do everything. You have yeah, to right. Like, to all play. Yeah. An open world shooter RPG with magic and crafting systems, and now building. Don't forget, yeah. Don't forget cards, deck building. Exactly, and then and you roguelite elements. Yep, yep. Um, Those are important. But like you know, I think obviously indies do this more simply because of you know constraints. But I think that uh, this is a great example of like staying focused. And creating this controlled experience can have a really great and powerful outcome. So that's that's my little issue. Nice. Well, what are we playing next month? Yes. Which so, should have actually been last month, but now it's this month. <laughs> well, oh. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Well, so this month we will be playing uh, Spirit Fair, developed and published by Thunder Lotus Games. So nice. you get to ferry people to uh, the afterlife and unpack their baggage along the way. Nice. So, Sounds brilliant. So be sure to join us again next month to cover all of that. And after the podcast, I'm going to be ferrying Joe and Robbie home. Which is just like the afterlife. We're going to unpack so many bags on the way across town yep. here in just a minute. All right. Well, I want to say thank you guys, uh, listeners out there, for joining us. Uh, the music that you hear down below is Plain Loafer by Kevin McLeod. You can find his stuff out there online. Just doing a search for him. If any music that you need for your, uh, your, your podcast or your presentation or your game, he's got tons and tons and a wide variety of good music. Um... If you did play this game, if you played Brothers, um, let us know what you thought about it. If you've played it in the past, uh, talk to us about it on our Facebook page or down below in the comments on our webpage. Or even join us on our Discord server. We talk about all kinds of stuff like this on, on Discord all the time. We'd love to hear your input there. Um, anything else? I think that's it. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next month with Spirit Fairer. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.